my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to keep great pieces of work you produce, even if you don't end up using the work in the way you thought you would. What's on the cutting room floor today might be just what you want in the future. Today's tip, like another this week, comes from my interview with Mary Laura Philpot for my other podcast, Best of Both Worlds. Mary Laura is a writer best known for her memoirs, I Miss You When I Blink, and Bomb Shelter. In our conversation about her writing and editing process, Mary Laura told me that she saves everything she writes. Rather than saving one draft over the next, she archives past drafts. That way, if she decides that she likes how she structured a narrative better in an earlier draft than the latest draft, she can easily restore the earlier text to her piece. By archiving, she gets over the fear that she'll cut something she wishes she hadn't. This allows her to edit boldly, as she puts it. She explained, I never want to be shy about edits because I'm worried I can't get something back. This is such a smart strategy. In addition to keeping old drafts intact, Mary Laura also has a document titled Legos, where she saves bits of text that she loves but doesn't end up using right away. She explains that perhaps in the future she will build something else with the text that's cut, just like you would with old Legos. With writing, you can easily see how this could work. A phrase that you cut from one essay may become the seed from which a poem grows. A description of a landscape that you cut from a travel essay may spark an idea for a mystery set in that place. My time management fable, Juliet's School of Possibilities, sprang from a few scenes in a much longer novel I wrote once and then mostly abandoned. On a more mundane level, the first draft of your bio may hit the wrong tone for your high school reunion blurb, but it could be just right for the website of a nonprofit where you serve on the board. Having a Legos file for future building is relevant for fields besides writing, too. 
a lesson plan that you decide isn't the way you want to approach teaching your class this week could be perfect for your students next year. A layout for a living room that your client thinks she doesn't want might be the one she comes back to after exploring other arrangements. Or maybe the design will spark your thinking about how to arrange a different space for another client in the future. Longtime listeners know how much I love Legos, which adds to my enthusiasm about Mary Laura's tip. But if Legos aren't the metaphor for you, call your repository something different. Building blocks, lost and found, loose diamonds, or just outtakes. Whatever works for you. But do create such a repository. If your work involves generating ideas and possibilities, keep all your good work. Even if you don't think a given bit is right for the task at hand, if it's a good idea, you just might find the perfect home for it in the future. You can build an amazing Lego creation with the cast-offs from a set that started as something else. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That Before Breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.